All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is Leafs Morning Take with Nick Alberga and Jay Rosehill. Now we've got a fight started here right Thirty minutes of live, nonstop Leafs talk starts now. Happy Wednesday! What's going on, everybody? The Leafs, the Leafs and Mitch Marner look at the wrap up uh, November in style. Excuse me, it's Nick Alberga and Jay Rosal. I'm still getting over the vacation here, Rosie. I was in Florida yesterday, back in uh, dreary Toronto today. It's overcast, it's raining, but we're feeling good. How are you today? Hey, everyone stumbles and staggers and slurs a little bit after a trip to Florida, so don't feel bad, buddy. <laughs> yeah, pretty much it. I'm in one right now. No, I'm good to go. It was a late night, uh, late arrival back home, but good to go for today's show and certainly a lot to talk about with Mitch Marner and the Leafs getting set to host the San Jose Sharks. Remember to subscribe, tap that like button, leave us a review, and don't forget to visit theleafsnation.com for the very latest in all things Toronto Maple Leafs, thoughts, comments, concerns, or questions. Drop us a line in the chat down below here on YouTube, and we'll get to that a bit later on here on the show. But I have to ask you off the top, Rosie, in all your years of professional hockey, what was the longest point streak you rather you you racked up in your career? <laughs> oh, good question. <laughs> I remember getting a Gordie Howe hat trick and then following it up with another goal the next day, so maybe that one. Um, there was a point in time there where I was on the Marlies, actually, and we were... I was on this first line and we just could do no wrong. Everything was going in the net. Felt like Marner for a few weeks there, but I don't know. It wasn't very long. I'll tell you that, but there's times where even a guy like me can catch fire. I like that. I like that. What type of player were you growing up? Like, I don't have the luxury of having your hockey DB in front of me, but were you like everybody else who just racked up the points and then you had to sort of evolve as you got older? 
Um, not overly. I was a defenseman growing up. I just loved the physicality of it all. Like the Rock'em Sock'em videos made me just care more about hits and everything than anything. But um, like to move the puck up to other people. And I just, I like to chase my own dumps and just crash and bang as a defenseman, which was kind of crazy. Did that up until like junior. And then I got to NCAA and the guys would scream at me because I'd wheel the net, get the red line dump it and then keep going and they'd just be yelling because you just can't do that kind of bush league shit at certain levels but um yeah i don't know man everyone's got to kind of change their game i was a stay-at-home rugged defenseman until they changed all the rules in 05 and then i just had to adapt on the fly but was never a big point guy i wasn't one of those guys that had 80 points in junior and then totally changed my game do you ever do you remember your first scrap ever like i think everybody always remembers their first if you know what i'm saying but your first scrap ever do you remember it yeah, I do. Um, I do. There was always kind of those like cage rage ones on the ice and like midget yeah, yeah. bantam and stuff. And then eventually your gloves would end up off and you'd kind of think that was a fight, but it wasn't. But I remember my first one was in junior and I still have a scar right here. I got punch right square here and it just went split little five star right there. And I was like, oh, <laughs> so that's what that's all about. And then then had some learning to do over the next couple of years for sure. <laughs> That's the best part about being a fan or just watching the game in general is like, I think until you've been punched in the face, you can't bitch and complain about somebody not wanting to fight, right? Like that always is the conversation in this market. Does Matthews need to stand up, stand up for himself? Does Mitch Marner need to stand up for himself? I think until you face and actually feel what it feels like, I think you can't have a comment on it, at least in my opinion. Yeah, for sure. If you've never done it, it's kind of like you can't be judging for sure. But uh, yeah, I don't know. It's uh. Like I always watch a guy go into a fight and you can tell if a guy's like scared or unconfident or trying to stay away. And it's like, oh boy, that's not going to go good for that guy. Where when a guy just goes super offense and just super aggressive and jumps in there, it's like, that's your best chance, right? So it's not a thing to do when you're tentative or worried about it. You got to go in. If you're going to go in and drop your gloves, you got to go both feet in and just give her. It's the best chance not to get hurt and not to get hit. But uh, I've seen it so many times where a guy's really hesitant and it does and usually work out well for him. <laughs> Man, I was at an OHL game back on Friday, Sault Ste. Marie Greyhounds. I had to check out what was going out there because everybody from the Sioux and the Maple Leafs. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> One of my best friends coaches there, but they were in Mississauga and there was actually a couple really, really good scraps. One of them was actually Owen Beck, who had a really, really good preseason with the Montreal Canadiens, went in last year's draft. I didn't even know this kid can chuck him, but pretty much somebody just hammered him and it was a clean hit, but he just gets up and pumped the wheels off this guy. Like I felt bad for this kid because he skated off after the fight, just a bloody mess. And I think what happened is he didn't realize what he got himself into and, and credit to Beck, like he defended his own territory. And I guess that's what happens when you're a highly touted prospect, you're a Montreal Canadian, you stand up for yourself. He's one of the better players in the OHL, but I was really, really impressed because um, number one, the hit was was clean, but number two, the response was even better. <laughs> yeah, I always love that. I love it when a guy uh, that has no business, like doesn't need to fight ever, like does not need yeah. to fight. You are good enough. Like I think of Braden Shen and, you know, yeah. he's got a 50 some million dollar contract. He puts the puck in the net power play guy, top line type guy, blah, blah, blah. And he'll just go after a guy when it needs to happen and fight him. And it's like, you don't have to do that, but you choose to do it. I just love that shit. And those are the players in the league that are, that I respect more than anybody that are high skill guys. They don't have to fight and they choose to do it anyways. I just love that shit. So shout out to Owen Beck. He beat the wheels off that guy. I felt sort of bad for him. But the kid did come back, and so did Owen Beck. So it was a nice game to see. Sault Marie ends up winning that game, by the way. Speaking of tonight, though, the Toronto Maple Leafs, the San Jose Sharks. Let's get over the boards. 
So the biggest question of tonight, Rosie, does Mitch Marner tie the point streak record? Uh, good question, dude. I mean, <clears throat> it's one of those things, dude, where it just goes on. It's not hard to get number eight or number 12 or number 15. And then you get the one big one where it actually happens. It's probably the first time he actually really kind of thinks about it and tries. Uh, I kind of think he will. I think he'll do it with an assist and uh, I think he gets it done. But it's just it is one of those things where it's like you can do all that and then when the you know it enters your brain and enters your thought process and actually when we've been talking about it for weeks time to cross that line it's kind of actually doesn't happen for whatever reason but uh honestly i think that he's just more concerned about getting the win i think he's going to try to do it i just hope he doesn't try too hard just do what you're doing you're absolutely on fire so just do what you do and hope for the best is all you could really do at his position right now because why would you change anything I agree, and I actually think the bigger one is on Saturday in Tampa against the Lightning, more so because he would he would beat the record, right? Tonight's just all about yeah. tying it. So I think he gets the job done. I think clearly San Jose is an inferior opponent. Having said that, we all do remember that game in late October. Eric Carlson scored the OT winner, and I was pissed off on these airways, which uh, was par for the course in October. Uh, my mood and mentality has changed, as you know, here in the month of November. But I do think Marner gets the job done. Let's not forget, too. We all love the fatigue conversation San Jose played last night. They blanked the Montreal Canadiens. Uh, Capo Kakinen, by the way, could start again in this game is what we're hearing. Um, I know uh, James Reimer, unfortunately, is banged up right now. But I think all signs point to Marner at least tying this record. I think the bigger one's going to be on Saturday, Rosie. Yeah, for sure. I mean, being at home and just tying the record definitely yeah. could get done i think he's going to get it done with an assist and then yeah definitely to to pass it it's tough man there's going to be a it's going to be the only thing that he gets spoken to about from outside mm -hmm. of that locker room for the next you know three four days is that like that and only that and he's trying to prepare and he's trying to you know talk to his teammates and line mates and watch the video and focus on what happened last game what are we doing with these team ahead of us and try to focus on his actual game day routines and stuff and all he's doing is getting inundated with this bloody record which in essence yeah. means fuck all it doesn't mean anything but it is special for everyone else because think of all the players that have played on that franchise like exactly. for a hundred years and nobody's done what this guy's, you know, potentially going to do um, in the next few days. And obviously he hasn't done it yet, but uh, that's a lot of really good players, a lot of Hall of Famers, a lot of Stanley Cup champions that have come before him that couldn't get this done. And he's uh, and he's right there. So impressive nonetheless. Fun for us to watch, but I'm sure he can't wait to get it uh over and done with and behind him and, and hopefully he actually gets the record i'm sure he wouldn't mind it believe it or not i think he has nothing to lose this team's on fire they're 10 1 and 3 in the month of november they've won four in a row looking for five like they have an epic nine game point streak going he has nothing to lose like i think you just go in there tonight continue to play their game and and that's sort of the biggest conversation for me is like oftentimes how often do we see in this league where a team or a certain player is chasing something and they, they try to do too much, if that makes sense. I That's probably the one thing I'm looking at in this game. I do think Marner gets the job done. I think they will tee him up a bit, but they can't get, you know, over aggressive and trying to do so. Um, I think we've seen them do that in the past with even Austin Matthews, him chasing history last year, right? 
Yeah, it, and that's the thing. It's easier. It's easy to do. You start to really just yeah. try to get this done. The first period, you'll be really trying to, okay, let's get this done and over with so I can focus on yeah. the game, which he's probably trying to do and most likely doing anyways, not really focusing on this record thing, but it would be in the back of his mind. And yeah, he would want to... Uh, He'd want to get this done and and your hope, like you said, you don't try to do too much. Like like I said, yeah. it's not something that he needs to change. He's absolutely on fire. So just do exactly what you're doing. Don't try to get creative. And we've seen him maybe try a little bit too hard. Um, preseason, beginning of the season type things. And when things aren't going well for this team or for him personally, he can kind of press it a little bit too hard. And it leads to like odd plays and kind of too fancy of things and and turnovers especially which are costly and i i don't see him be doing that kind of shit and you know changing it up and trying to do too much he's, he's on fire why would you change anything if you're him right so hopefully exactly. it's not a mental block where he's messing around out there but i don't see it exactly and i think to your point like when he's on top of his game he has the puck all the time which we've seen as of late i think it's the little plays that matter and i think we'll know right away quite frankly like in the first couple of shifts we'll know if this is in his head or not uh, but i don't expect it to be honestly i i think there's so much confidence in this team they're playing so well it's late november in the grand scheme of things as you always like to bring up you know does this game really matter like if they lose tonight i don't think it matters that much because they've won so many in a row and they've won so many games and they've racked up so many points. So I think you go for the jugular and I'm looking forward to seeing this narrative. Oftentimes I don't really praise, you know, players after going personal streaks and I don't think he's, he's going to it, but I think tonight's all about Mitch Marner and, and it should be Rosie. Yeah. It, it's a, it's a thing that doesn't happen very often, you know, like a, so many bloody years and so many players and, only two guys have ever done it and there's a good chance that he could uh you know surpass it here there's no reason to think he won't but uh i just expect him to take a little extra time on the power play maybe stay out there yeah. a little longer really get exactly. set up and you know those those puck battles down low in the offensive zone i expect him to really be using his body to to make sure he comes up with that puck and just really trying to get pucks yeah. to the net set things up he's going to be really leaning on his stick when he gets chances to bury and what else are you going to do one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. 
Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Put it this way. They're not playing Boston. They're playing the San Jose Sharks. There will be opportunities. And I get it again. They lost to San Jose in October, but they're not perennial contenders uh, for the Stanley Cup. And they're on the back-to-back lineup changes. Uh, the Leafs have won four in a row, a nine-game point streak, 7-0-2 in that stretch. Um, San Jose, of course, coming off that win against the Montreal Canadiens on Tuesday night. So they're feeling relatively good. Uh, the expectation is there that Nick Robertson could enter back in for Dennis Malgin. Um, I want to ask you this. Are they handling Nick Robertson the right way, Rosie? Yeah, it's hard to say, man. You kind of wonder like what the uh, what the internals are like in that locker room with him and what's he like in his conversations with the coaches and the and the GMs and everything else that's going on. Is he confident? Is he ready? Is he frustrated? Like, how's he handling everything? And, um, you know, you do feel a little bit of frustration for him because there's been times where he's been explosive and been a guy who like needs to be in this lineup. And then other times it's kind of like you know, he's non, non-existent, but you could go through this lineup and pick out tons of guys that look non-existent all the time, right? So I think they're taking the opportunity. I mean, when do you change the lineup on a nine-game point streak? I think you do it when, like you say, it's not the biggest game in the world. Uh, you're playing the yeah. San Jose Sharks and you want to get this guy some ice time. You want to get him a game and you want to get him some touches. You want to bump that confidence up. Hopefully you can find something with somebody. And uh, I think why not do it now against the San Jose Sharks when the team's buzzing. Inject him in there. And I think Keith has got the freedom because of the way they've been playing lately to kind of make some changes yeah. and move some things around like that and, and just try to keep guys involved, obviously, right? Because sitting in the press box, uh, I know from experience, you're doing nothing up there but uh, but rotting. <laughs> Yeah, and, and eating the popcorn, right? We've discussed this earlier in the season. The popcorn at Scotiabank Arena is bar none some of the best popcorn in the league. So at least he has that going for him. But I don't know. Like, I'm a little confused with the way they're handling this, and more so because at this point, he's not going to be a bottom six guy for you. And if you don't think he's the answer in the top six, then where is he in your lineup? And I just think a player like Nick Robertson, you know, A, he needs that confidence. Like, a perfect example is Shane Wright, uh, sent back on a technicality to the American Hockey League right now, and he's ripping it up. Um, I think you have to find a way to get Robertson and get that confidence going. But I think you also have to understand and comprehend that you, you have to ha- you know, handle him correctly too. And the fact that he's a younger kid, um, you know, the confidence wavers at times. And I just think they have to be smart with the way they handle this, or I think they can hurt him in, in the long run. Like, not to say one way or another that they're not handling properly, but I think we need to see some consistency where you're seeing Nick Robertson for like 10 straight games. If that makes sense. Yeah. Either that or, or get him some development and ice. He's not developing in the press box at all. And as a 21 yeah. year old kid with tons of up, upside, you know, it, it's nice to get him playing, whether it's in the American league or the NHL. And it's not like, you know, it's not like the LA Kings having their, um, you know, farm system in, in Manchester on the other side of exactly. the continent. It's, yeah. it's down the hallway. Like you can, you can put that kid up and down um, without risking waivers or anything like that. And he can go and light it up on the Marlies and then, and then come up and it's just hard. You see so many of those skill guys and younger guys play a bottom six role and they have never played a bottom six role in their life. That's not what they're supposed to do. And, but, but who are you going to take out? Who are you going to pull out and put yeah. um, him in place? It's always the coach's tough deal when you've got a young star player, not a star player, but a young, um, you know, skilled player 
who yeah. wants to get some time in, but he's still young and he's finding himself. And it's it's always a balancing act. But I, I'd like maybe take advantage of being the Marlies right down the hallway. You know, he can just bring his gear down there and play a couple games. And I imagine they yeah. probably will do that if, if this continues. But obviously trying to get him in here and inject something right now, albeit like you said, it is in the bottom six. It's going to be hard for him to play his game when he's on the, you know, the bottom couple lines and it's expectations are a lot different. So I always feel for guys like that. I know so many guys who got a few games yeah. a sniff in the NHL and they're like, well, yeah, but I was playing on the fourth line for six minutes. What the hell am I supposed to do with that when they're a, you know, 35, 40 goal scorer in the American league playing mm -hmm. top BP and everything. It's just such a hard transition for them. And a lot of guys don't handle it well. So yeah, yeah, you're definitely right. You got to be hard. You got to be careful with him not to not to lose him in that mix, you know? That's a different era too, but there's no such thing as keeping a player too long in the American Hockey League, if that makes sense. I just think, obviously, this is a big moment, but he is still 21, and I think your future is still bright when it comes to Nick Robertson, but there's been so many players uh, specifically in this market that have come through with high pedigree and never really lived up to expectation. On that note as well, Pontus Holmberg, I think, deserves a lot of credit because he's really found uh, sort of a spot in this Maple Leafs lineup, which is difficult to do because he wasn't really on the radar entering the season, had a really good regular season, got the call up and and, and hasn't looked back. Uh, Connor Timmins, Rosie, as you know, who was acquired last week, there's projections that he could potentially make his debut. I think it could be a game time decision or we could be finding out uh, during the morning skate or whatever. But when he does crack the lineup, what are your expectations? I think you have to, you know, not expect much probably at the beginning. He hasn't played much hockey the last couple of years. Yeah, I imagine he'll be he'll be a little nerved up. You know, he's uh, yeah. in this big market, which he certainly was not in earlier. And, um, you know, we assume he's healthy and he's ready to go, which he's had problems with in the past. But uh, maybe a little bit of uh, a little bit of nerves and jitters being in Toronto, being in that market, knowing how many people are uh, are watching and paying attention and being the new guy, everyone's going to ask him, you know, in the media after pregame skeet, how you feeling? What are you thinking? Have you have you ever thought about being in this uniform? Blah, blah, blah. It's going to be all that. It's going to be a tough sleep for him. He's going to go to the rink and just want to get this damn thing underway. And uh, yeah. I have a feeling he's going to be in. Why not? I mean, like you say, you're making these lineup changes for a reason. It's a good time. It's a good team to do it against. Why not get him in there and get him his first one? Um, instead of down in Tampa or something like that against a little more high caliber team, but maybe they don't want yeah. it to be at home. I don't know what they're thinking or if they're overthinking it. Um, maybe yeah. he needs a few more days of who knows what, but uh, you'd think when you trade for a guy and you need D-man, you would get him in there and test him out. And I, I kind of assume they'll do that tonight. Do you think he'll be in or do you think he'll, he'll wait? Yeah, I think he will, but I think the one thing on their minds is like the play of Mac Hollowell, right? And again, another guy who really wasn't on the radar, but Again, we just talked about it with Nick Robertson. Um, you have to handle the kids correctly, and I think you have to credit them sometimes and reward them sometimes. And I think to that point, you look at what Hollowell's done the last couple games. He's looked really, really steady on that back end. Why, why make that change? And I, I get you pick up Connor Timmins, and I think in the grand scheme of things, Timmins will have more staying power, longer staying power than a guy like Mac Hollowell. But I think that's probably the internal battle right now, but I think you make an excellent point. I'd rather Timmins get his feet wet against the San Jose Sharks again with the duest respect to that team than on Saturday in a rematch of last year's first round against Tampa Bay Lightning. With that in mind, we're going to roll on. The Atlantic Division uh, roundup here, Rosie. Again, we tried to do this earlier in the season. It's been a busy last little while. I think it's always important to check in on the standings in the division. And I made the joke the other day that the Leafs never gained ground on the Boston Bruins. And you look there, the Bruins are an absolute wagon. 19 and three on the season 
Any of those teams surprise you where they're at so far in this season? For me, there's one glaring team, and that's the Ottawa Senators. Yeah, I mean, at the beginning of the year when they were playing, uh, I thought they were actually going to step up and, and be a little bit bigger of a of a presence in this division yeah. here this year. But yeah, the Sens are are just looking abysmal, and uh, you know, I'm going to sneeze here. There you go. It's all good. <laughs> but yeah, Got I know her. what you're saying. Bless you, bless you. I'll pick it up so you can recover here. But <laughs> live, live YouTube. What are you going to do? Um, I, I just think when you look at Ottawa, there's just unrealistic expectations, specifically on the back end. I know Talbot got banged up. You know, Forsberg's been okay as of late, but like, I don't know if they have the depth. And there's a reason why they've been linked to Jacob Chikrin for like years on end. It seems like they know what they need. It's just hard to get quality defensemen in this league, and they're really in one right now. I think they're a classic case of a team. They always say you can't win the Stanley Cup in October and November, but you can definitely lose it. And I think, obviously, it's going to be an uphill battle right now for the Ottawa Senators to get back into the playoff picture. Yeah, they're going to be battling for sure. And, you know, Buffalo's kind of where we thought. And Montreal being young, you could... I think Montreal could kind of interchange, obviously, with with any of those guys in that, you know, four, five, six spot. But, um, you know, I look... The thing that glares to me is you look at the Toronto Maple Leafs and you compare them to Boston and you see that five OT losses. I know. Yeah. Imagine you... Like, none of those. Imagine you just get three of those with the way we can score goals and the guys that can take advantage of all that space out there. You think we could get three out of those five losses? No. Well, what would that change in the, in the win loss column and the points column in our, in our ability to be closer to Boston, man, that's the only thing that you can look at and say, man, that kind of stings right there. They have zero OT losses. We have five. I mean, say you take all of those, all of a sudden we're right there with them and a couple games in hand for Boston, but Man, those kind of sting right now if you're caring about like being right up there with Boston at this point in the season. And the game's in hand too, right? It, it, realistically, I mean, it isn't close right now, and that's because Boston wins every game. It's impossible to gain ground on them. Like Toronto's 10-1-3 in November. How many points have they really gained on Boston, if any? Like it's a, it's a pretty surreal start for the Boston Bruins, all things considered. And as we see right there, like it's very, very likely it's going to be Toronto-Tampa or Toronto-Florida. Uh, I would put good money on one of those two teams. So uh, rest assured, another difficult first round ahead for the Toronto Maple Leafs. The wrap-up is brought to you by our friends at PointsBet Canada. So unfortunately, Rosie, you took the L last night. That was a tough one, like a classic trap game, wasn't it? Ah, oh, cripes. You know what the problem is? I didn't realize the Flyers were going to come out and play Broad Street Bullies <laughs> Hockey. We got two dust-ups in the first 10 seconds of the place to set the tone and show that we're not lying down and dying. Fuck, if I knew that, I wouldn't have gone so hard on them. But, uh, yeah, betting on sports is difficult, man. And, I, I mean, I wasn't even close. I take the puck line on the, on the Islanders, and they <laughs> lose the goddamn game. So, a uh, tough one. But it's always easy to bet uh, in hindsight because, uh, yeah. <laughs> You would yeah. have taken puck line on the uh, or money line, anything on the yeah. on the Flyers. How do you know they're going to bust out of a nine ten game slide right there? And in my mind, they, they did it with some uh, some fisticuffs to start off and let everyone know they're not dying over here and they're not backing down. But tough one, can't go sure. wrong. Can't go wrong with that. They end the losing streak, and unfortunately, the losing streak begins for Rosie now one and one on the season. <laughs> so for today's bet. I will stay consistent uh, with the hype going into this game. It's all about Mitch Marner. So please, I would like the over two and a half shots on goal for Marner, looking at minus 110 here on Points Bet Canada. 
11 shots on goal in the past two games. Uh, I think I could even look at an anytime goal if you want some plus money on the board, plus 160. Uh, Marner's actually scored in three straight games. And I just think he's going to have that shooting mentality. And on top of that, I think everybody's going to be feeding him. So I think he could have the puck on his stick quite a bit. He already does. So I think he could be shot happy tonight. So that's probably the way I'm looking. We know he's gunning for that 18-game point streak. And I think anything with Mitch Marner involved in terms of a prop, I'd probably be looking at that tonight, Rosie. Yeah, good call. I mean, he's going to be buzzing, as he calls it. He's going to be shooting like crazy. And, uh, you know, minus 110 is not that bad of value either for a guy that, I mean, it's, what do you need? He needs a shot, a period. I'm pretty sure the guy can get that considering he's going to be absolutely firing tonight, trying to uh, to make sure there's no disappointment on the losing end of the game and him breaking his streak too. So all the reasons in the world for him to be rifling the puck at the, the net tonight. So I like that. Looking forward to it, no doubt about that. And certainly when it comes to points in that prop for Mitch Marner, you always have to look at over uh, one and a half. They never even have 0.5 available because the guy's just the machine when it comes to it. And again, looking for his first ever 100-point season. But undoubtedly, he'll be the story tonight as the Maple Leafs host the San Jose Sharks. Rosie, excellent stuff today. You're not here tomorrow, right? I am not working. I'll hit up a three hits after the game tonight and see what's going on. Hopefully it's a positive one and it's about Mitch Miner. But um, no, I'm gone tomorrow and then I'll be back for quite some time. So uh, get used to me after tomorrow. You've been really dialed in on this three hits with Rosie. So can't wait for this tomorrow. Great stuff. Okay, we'll talk on Friday. Right on, dude. Sounds good. Let's uh, go tonight and see if we get this uh, point streak thing done or not. Yeah, and both sides of the equation. Don't forget the nine-game point streak for the Maple Leafs as well as they host the San Jose Sharks. For Jay Rosehill, I'm Nick Alberga. Thanks for listening and watching. Take care. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. 
Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.